It's time again for the Jason Lee Plus Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Plus Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Plus Show. And away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Clark Show. Again, like every week, thank you for coming along for the ride. Just keep in mind, if you're a first-timer here, this isn't like the radio show. This is not safe for work and not safe for kids. Uh, the uncensored version of the radio show, this is what you get. This is where we talk about the stuff that we're not smart enough to talk about on the radio show without getting, you know, fucking fined by the FCC. So it all comes over here. And if you'd like to attend a live one, just text ROOFTOP to 45364, and you can join us later uh, in a couple of weeks for the next live podcast. So here we go. What do we got in today's? Uh, we do have something uh, really funny. Some people share their most embarrassing moments, things that have happened to them on a date before. Some of these are really uh, cute and horrifying. Uh, we got a soccer player who farted in the locker room and then promptly got fired. But the good news is he got an endorsement deal out of the gig. Hey! We'll talk about how a game of truth or dare could end up with you becoming a cuckold. (laughs) I dare you to fuck my wife. Oh, no. Uno reverse card. Uh, You feel bad for this dude in this story. I'll be honest with you. You feel real bad for this guy. Uh, We'll also talk about a cop that masturbated in front of a family and a fast food manager that pisses in the milkshake mix. But first, let's start with even more good news now that this pandemic is, uh, for the most part, behind us and life has completely returned to normal, including threesomes and that swinging lifestyle in New York City. It says, New York City this summer is ready for threesomes, sex parties, after a disappointing hot vax summer. I'm not sure I know what a hot vax summer is. Uh, that was supposed to be last year. Remember when everyone was getting vaccinated? You're like, you can go out and do stuff, but it still kind of just sucked. Oh, well, according to uh, one young lady, her name is Kira. She says, oh, Kira, I want to go to sex parties. I want to have threesomes. I want to do it all. Well, Veruca Salt, we have good news for you. You can do whatever you want in New York City. The city that never sleeps. Didn't we have a story during the pandemic that there was a big, huge, like, orgy sex club for really high-end elite people, but they're like, business has been terrible because we haven't been able to open because of, you know, COVID. Yep. They said, uh, Mother Nature has been beating up on us. We're getting the sunshine now. Guess what happens when you get sunshine? What? I never thought about this, but they're right. You get horny and things happen. Well, that's also true. And nothing horny about wintertime. They say cold, miserable. Ooh, they they say the phenomenon is a full frontal display at Madame Max, billed as the sexiest bar in New York City, and that's where folks go to really do it. Boy, these are. I got to be honest with you. I don't think I could ever visit a bar like that because I know in the back of my head they wouldn't let me in, and then I have to you, do with that hey, long shame. Like I got to walk back. They're like, there he is. He's too ugly. You'd be surprised. No, you wouldn't get booted because you're too ugly. You would get booted because you're too big. Um, I'm looking at everybody here in these pictures, and it's all fucking hipsters with their shitty little dirt mustaches. Uh, but they're all they're all very very skinny. Mm. But as far as good looking, these are not the good looking people. These are all the I, I'm sure they're like hipster good looking, but they're not like good looking good looking. They said, uh, "Yeah, my boyfriend of seven years uh, is seven years older than me, and he told me before I turn turn, turn thirty, I want to experience so many things." And I was like, yeah, me too. And we discovered these things in COVID <gasps> together. Oh. So they're saying people have really tapped into that sexual lifestyle while we were going through COVID. Then now that the gates are open and the doors are ready 
and as you would say, the legs are spread. Yeah, it, the getting the getting is good right now. Some people got so much during COVID. So much. All I got was accustomed to drinking an extra day a week. I got asked to be friends with benefits for someone 20 minutes ago, says one dude at a bar uh, that specializes in this sort of activity. The direct flirtation is pretty much all I deal with at work, says an in-demand South Bronx resident, uh, adding that he's currently juggling three lucky ladies, ladies on a daily basis. There's Damn. a woman. There's a what there are women trying to pick me up at their table, leaving me their number, which has actually happened quite a few times in the last week. After the pandemic, everyone seems to be a lot more open minded and confident. Good for that guy. He's living our dream. Yeah, he sure is. Uh, Yeah, they say the shenanigans on the weekends typically begin. One lady says, for example, I'm stereotypical. My day begins with a 11 a.m. bottomless brunch. <laughs> yes. And it ends well after midnight. She said, there's so many singles party where you can literally just go up and hook up with people. I didn't even notice that before COVID, she says. But now that my eyes are opened after spending so much time being miserable and alone, now I get it, she says. At the recently opened Wonderland on a Wednesday evening, topless pole dancers and scantily clad waitresses entertained the packed houses. The crowd waited for the arrival of rapper Offset with special surprise guest. That's right, Nicki Minaj. Wow. Even Cardi B let loose. So this is definitely not the kind of bar hey, we would hang out at. Oh, this this is this one isn't. That first one, that hipster dump with these. You know, dirt stash. If they can afford Offset and uh, and Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, these are the really good looking people. The first bar we talked about, nah, I think we'd be fine. This one though, holy smokes! They're into that beautiful kind of sex that our poor ugly eyes couldn't even envision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our shriveled little uglies wouldn't make it time yeah. of day. Well, yeah. what are they doing over there? Yeah. So, if hey. I showed up, they'd probably just assume I was there to fix some sort of a bar issue. Yes, we have, clean the lines. Yeah, the broken freezers in the back. Yeah. I'm here for the. I'm here for the sex. Well, we go through some something sad. Hey, this is kind of cute. Uh, some of it is horrifying, though. People they uh, they asked on that Whisper app. We tried to fit this into the terrestrial show the other day, but we didn't have time. So I said, "Fuck it, let's put it on the podcast." It's not really that dirty, but I think we'll all feel a couple of these, and you'll feel terrible about it. That Whisper app, where few people confess things anonymously. Somebody will ask a question, then everybody will chime in anonymously. Somebody said, hey, what are some of the most embarrassing things that have ever happened to you on a date? Some of these are pretty benign. Like, I dropped a bowling ball on a guy's foot once. A few years ago, I had to go to the bathroom so badly, but I wasn't aware that I didn't pull my pants down all the way. Oh. Hey, I smelled like a walking toilet the whole time <laughs> during the day. <laughs> That's, of course, no matter what she's saying, all you can think about is the fact that you, oh, I stink. I once farted when I coughed on a date. Thank you, Olive Garden, for letting letting me discover that I'm allergic to mushrooms during a date. Oh, I got sick and threw up during a date. Guess who didn't get laid? Hmm. I'm terrible at complimenting people, so one night on a date, I said, I told him, you look clean. I think you can take that two different ways. Yeah, you look sexually clean, like yeah. you're not riddled with herpes. Yeah. Or I showered. Yep. One time I sneezed while chewing watermelon on a date. I didn't realize it was hanging out of my nose until I got home. 
Well, then that makes you feel poorly about the other person because they didn't want to say anything. Oh, one time when I was on a date, I spit my drink into the guy's mouth because he made me laugh. Long story short, there was no second date. I don't think that'd be a deal breaker. I don't think so either. But that's, you know, that's from the ugly people. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this guy's fucking fantastic looking and he's like, I don't have to deal with this shit. Yeah. I could fucking get anybody. She could punch me in the mouth and eat half my dinner. I'm like, yeah, I'll take your phone call. Just last night, I peed myself in front of my date because he was funny. Hey, if you think you're a funny guy and you get somebody to pee themselves, that's the highest compliment you can sure. get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so a soccer player, a Brazilian soccer player, I don't know why that sounds dirty, but I guess it, it, it isn't, but it is. He is out of a job. They fired him from the team. Um, he farted, and he, okay, here's what the quote says. Sources, sources say, this is from a newspaper, man. Sources say that he had a habit of ripping heinous farts in the locker room and laughing about it. Okay. Supposedly, he'd gotten demoted to the second team. So they took him off first team. They took him off first team and put him on second team. Wouldn't you stop farting and laughing about it after that happened? I would. Management wasn't a fan. From their fart gate, gate gave the team a reason to cut him loose. He got fired because of his bathroom farting habits. Or because of his locker room farting habits. But the story has a happy ending. Well, not a happy ending because he's not back playing soccer. He didn't get back with the team. But he did get an endorsement deal out of it. Uh, the guy's name is Marcelo. A soccer player named Marcelo was cut by his team because he was, you know, cutting the cheese in the locker room and he was stinking up the joint and he was laughing about it, right? We all know that guy. Don't feel bad, though. He now ended up, okay, good news. He's, he ended up signing with another team, which is great. He gets right. to play the sport he loves. They probably have some sort of a clause like, dude, don't fuck up our locker room. But he also got an endorsement deal. He has been hooked up with dude wipes who sent him a ton of wipes and sprays to help him not stink so bad. Oh. Basically, they're just, you know, uh, they're like baby wipes, except for dudes with gassy asses. I don't know, man. A fart so bad you need to wipe after. That's that's bad. That's a bad one. They say normally it's distasteful when companies jump onto stuff like this for free press, but in this case, we'll allow it because obviously you might you're never going to see another story like this before. Gassy dude wipes. Thank you. Part of you is a little curious, though. Like, how bad is a fart that it's getting you demoted and fired? Uh, I think it has. I don't think it has anything to do with the fart head. It has everything to do with the asshole factor. He's like, wow. Right. Suck it. Breathe, yeah. breathe me in, assholes. It's that guy. Which is also a weird thing to do to teammates. And if you've ever been into a locker room, they already smell like just ungodly odor. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here we go. Um, you decide to go around a truth or dare with you know your wife and maybe some friends you know couples gathering together on a saturday night hey there's a time in every every person's life when you're like a a teen and you play truth or dare at a party or with people and it's like the most exciting thing that could ever happen to you oh absolutely even if if nothing happens the possibility that it could happen you always pick dare you always pick dare well this guy goes to reddit and he had a friend's weekend with a, he and his fiance and some other couples. It started off, the guy acknowledges that he and his wife, uh, you know, his wife-to-be, had talked about the pa- the possibility of dabbling in the world of threesomes. All right. B- 
but they had yet to do it. However, a game of truth or dare pretty much forces the issue. It was them, uh, some other couples, and a couple of friends spending the weekend pounding booze and having a good time, according to this dude. Then comes the truth or dare. Now, playing this game as an adult, I bet the stakes get very high very quick. Right. The way the guy tells it is his fiance chose dare, and the dare ended up being <laughs> letting another guy penetrate her. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be like, you know, run outside around the house naked. Oh, no, let that guy fuck you. No, 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 no. It wasn't full-on sex. There's a difference. Okay. Between penetration and fucking. Whoa. But it turns out, um, well, uh, the gang of friends. Oh, here we go. This is where this is where you start sweating, man. Um, it says it, was, it wasn't full-on sex. Um, but it's apparent, but that's what happened anyway. Okay. So it started off, I dare you to penetrate her and then it turns into sex. Okay. Okay. While he's, when he goes for the, he put it in one time, he's like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. This is, let me try that a couple times. Yeah. Let me make sure I really got it good. Yeah. I like how the seat reclines. Yeah. yeah, The AC is cold. Well, you know, let me keep going. All right. After all the while, the gang of friends were cheering her on like something you'd see, uh, you know, like on a party video. You know, chug, chug, chug. Except you know, was that, it was that scene from Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, something ass like that. Ass. But the guy says no, and this is where it takes a turn for the super sad. This is where your heart breaks for this dude. Now the guy is thinking back and is skeptical, is skeptical about how convenient it all seemed. Oh, Ugh. he says. First off, he, he was. Hey, he was. She was the one that made the dare. I dare you to fuck me. <laughs> He says, first off, he doesn't think the guy who penetrated his fiance was a good enough friend to even be invited to the festivities, and the guy was kind of an outcast. Secondly, it all happened so fast that now he's wondering if it wasn't all planned in advance. The whole thing? But his fiance's friends were all in on it. Mm, dude, that's bad. That would keep you up at night. Hey, that's a special it, kind of humiliation. It, you know what? Now that I think about it, this all happened rather quickly. And they all seem to get on board incredibly quick. Yeah. He says no matter what his conclusion, uh, the conclusion he comes to, um, what? He says it's certainly going to make for some interesting pre-wedding chats. Really? Pre-wedding chats? <laughs> hey. Doing that's one thing, but thinking that you've been set up by all these people, I'd be like, you know what, I'm, I'm really going to question what uh, what happened here. Here's the problem, and this is where it gets terrible. It's not even wondering later on down the line if, wait a minute, hang on, that's, the whole thing seemed pretty premeditated. Like they wanted, you know, like her friends wanted her to do this and me to have to see it. But that moment when it's happening in front of you and and you realize that a line has been crossed, but everyone is all in. You can't say anything. There's nothing you can do. You got to let it happen. Everybody, that do you fake cheer like everybody else? Right? Like, yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Look fuck, at that. Fuck my wife. Yeah, he's in oh. it. He's in it. All right. Look at that. You're, can you really believe he's in it? it? Look, it's all the way. Plus, in. if the deal was he penetrates one time and then he starts going to town like a jackhammer, you're like, hey, hey. I mean, wouldn't you say something then? 
I'd be like, Even if people were cheering, you're like, eh. I don't know. I don't know how. You know how you get caught up in that crowd mentality? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like when you go to a concert, they're like, put your hands in the air. And I'm like, I'm not putting my fucking hands in the air. But everybody else it's, does it. And you're like, eh. they're like, no, I can't see you. Some of you don't have your hands in the air. You're like, fine. Fuck. All right. Great. My hands are in. They're like, no, no. All the way up. You're like, God damn, man. All right. I'm in. And yeah. then the next thing you know, you're having a good time and you're caught up in the moment. You're like, whoa, live it on a prayer. You know, you know I can almost I can almost picture like his his face of like that <laughs> fake smile, those heartbroken, like hide the pain herald eyes. <laughs> he's like, like oh, she hit her. She, she's fucking somebody else right in front of me and everyone's cheering like a bunch of <laughs> hyenas. It's so terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. But again, he says it'll hey, make for hey. some interesting pre-wedding chat. Hey, another yeah, pre-wedding chat. Like, get the fuck out of here. Another good indicator too would be how quickly they they escalated to this dare. If it was like, all right, truth or dare. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How about you fuck me? Well, yeah, that was the first thing out of the gate. Seven minutes in heaven in the closet yeah. with your with your you know your fiance. Now, what about this next guy? Oh, uh, dare. I would certainly take dare after that. I'm like, if that's what happens to the guy who takes dare, yeah, right. sign me up. <laughs> They're like, all right, I dare you to blow Dan. Oh! Like, come on, she did it. She fucked him. Now you got to blow Dan. Yeah, You're the, like, come on, a dare, man. A dare's a dare. And then everybody's cheering. You got to suck Dan's dick. <laughs> suck Dan's dick. <laughs> suck Dan's dick. All right, here's our two terrible people. Away we go. A police officer is on leave, Northern California, after he's been accused by the district attorney and, well, witnesses of masturbating inside of a family's home after being dispatched in response to a person uh, with a mental illness being violent towards family members. They're like, they're like, holy shit, Dan's freaking out. Ward hasn't sucked his dick for like a week, and he's going crazy. You need to send some police here. And they're like, Warren, you didn't, you said dare, Warren. And now this guy's going hey, fucking nuts. Hey, what if that group of friends they hold him to it? Like for just for years, they're like, "Have you sucked his dick?" Well, don't don't take my phone. Don't don't call me then. And you're like, "This is my wedding." Now be quiet. Well, police officers arrived, and an officer by the name of Matthew sent two other officers that responded to find the alleged assailant. Meanwhile, what's officer officer Matthew going to do? Well, it turns out that Matthew decided to expose himself to the mother. <sighs> and then touched himself in front of two female family members. So how, off, hey, Officer this, Matthew said... How uh, does this uh, become like a good idea? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what you're going into it thinking mentally. What am I going into this and, situation? And I bet you money, if this is the time... You, this wasn't the first time. He didn't get caught his first time on no, the game. you never do. He's like, oh yeah, I like to crank it in front of women in distress. Yeah, so Officer Matthew walks in and he says, dong, to the mother, and then he decides to fiddle with his dong in front of two female family members. The good news is the, the women ran, and they reported the incident to nearby relatives. Uh, what? He's been arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor indecent ex- uh, exposure. I would think the masturbating would probably ramp it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you That's know, just aggressive act. you're like dong and they're like, well, it's 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 just a misdemeanor. It's just, you know. Out of all the, the things to happen, I bet those people were like, does this happen? What are you doing? Yeah. The minute you start, you know. We've had a domestic situation. Check out my dick and watch me stroke yeah, it. As soon as you start, uh, you know, getting violent, you become the aggressor yeah. towards it. Then that should, that's not a misdemeanor anymore. Yeah. It goes back to that last story. This wasn't like this, this led up to it. This Something guy, this. this guy is the worst. This is our worst person on the planet. 
I never thought about this. I hate the first line of this. Going to a restaurant requires a leap of faith that ser- that those serving your food aren't somehow deranged or disgusting human beings. Yeah. I never thought about that, but they're right. It's an unspoken social contract. You're going to be cool with my stuff, right? And I'm, then I will gonna, pay you at the yep, end. I'm going to pay you for this, and you're going to not serve me you know, a salad full of pubes. Manager at an Arby's location in Vancouver, Washington, has admitted behavior, well, unbecoming of an Arby's manager to police while being investigated. Uh, it appears he's got some child porn charges leveled against against him. Mm. The Arby's night manager, his name is Stephen, Stephen Sharp, admitted to police that he urinated at least twice into the milkshake mixture. <coughs> now, why would you do that? He I, has a reason. Why? It's a thickening agent? For sexual gratification. <sighs> now. How do you find out that this is your thing? Now, this is what's Ser- really bad. Serving your pee to people. They're able to tell. Exactly. They have a guesstimate of how many people drank the pee shakes. <laughs> hey, also, if this is your local Arby's, I'm sorry if this is how you found out. You're like, Fuck. That's right by my house. I'm there twice a week. Yeah, you see it on the news. You're like, hey, that's the Arby's by our house. I wonder what's happening. Yeah, what's their shake? It's the Jamocha shake. Oh, the guy was peeing in the shake. They said uh, two different uh, two different occasions between 30 and 40 customers oh. ordered the shakes that day during his shift. Arby's asked any customers uh, possibly affected. Could you please contact us directly? <laughs> we have some gift cards with your name on it. As opposed to doing it through a lawyer. We'd appreciate it if you just contacted us directly. Let's keep the middleman out of this. Hey, what would it take a restaurant that has served UP to make right to you? I'd say, hello, welcome to McJason's. Can I take your order? No, are we talking like a, is it like a large cash settlement? Would you, would you, would you just take a thousand bucks and be done with it? I don't know. I don't even know what they have to offer. I wouldn't even know. Well, it sucks because they can offer you free food, but that's what got you to this free food. I'm not eating your pea food anymore. Get out of here. They said. I I think for a thousand bucks, I'd be like, all right. No, it's got to be more than a thousand. Well, if a pea shake. Well, if it's like a dozen people, would you let a guy pee in your mouth for a thousand dollars? Some days, man. Some, some days right before payday, you're like, fuck, I get this this would write a lot of wrongs right about now. Ironically enough, some days I just do it for Arby's. <laughs> have you had a really great beef and cheddar when you're, I super, sure have. When you're super hungry? Have you ever used it to wash the taste of pee out of your mouth? <laughs> hey, I bet a beef and cheddar would completely wash the taste of pee out of your mouth. Uh, the man, by the way, has been arrested. He's been hit with additional charges of second degree assault with sexual motivation. Well, I bet they get you on that one. And he's he's also facing those child porn charges. Yeah, yeah those might be the least of his troubles right now. Uh, so there you go. There's the worst person, uh, by the way, also besmirching the good name of Arby's and the beef and cheddar. Yeah. And also night managers. It's never a day shift manager who gets into this kind of shit. No, it's, always it's fucking the, crowded. There's always people around. The night manager is like, night manager. yeah, who's going to get a beef and cheddar at 845 at night? Like one dude, and then you've got another 45 minutes to kill. You know, to pee in Warren's mouth. <laughs> You're going to pay me first, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got you. You can trust me. All right. There's your worst person on the planet. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Remember, you can stay up to date all things JLK, including every episode of the podcast, and then also all the social media links, and then all of our great videos all the way up. <laughs> By the way, our food videos. Oh, hey, there could be a guy watching this video like, hey, check out these guys. I peed on their pizza. <laughs> They're eating the piss pizza I made them. <laughs> There it is. 
Hey, we better we better not say in advance where we're gonna go. No, we'll be like the food critic at every city. We'll just show up unannounced. Behave like ninjas otherwise, in and out. Yeah, otherwise in the back they're like, no. When now we see Jason Lee and Cluck come in for their food, you make it from this batch over here. Yeah. Ooh, it tastes like pee again. Yeah. So then do I brush it with the garlic butter sauce or no? <laughs> you 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 brush it with the pee bucket over there. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Stay up to date, all things JLNK, by heading over to jlnkshow.com, and we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.